stocks are sexy because other people make money off of them. But that alone is not going to get you to financial independence early. Hey, nurses. I'm Kiana. And I'm Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift, where a shift happens. We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse. Step into your power as an entrepreneur and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the Nurse Boss Shift, you guys. It's your girl, Dr. Kiana Jones. And I'm Crystal P, the Beauty MP. And we are here to welcome our wonderful Angel Mathis. And I hope I said your name right, Angel Mathis, right? Is you got that it. Accurate? That was perfect. Okay. Angel Mathis, who was coming on here, of course, to... Um, just provide a lot of knowledge and value to our listeners. You guys know what we bring to you every single week. Um, And Miss Angel is no exception. Miss Angel, can you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell people a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It it means so much to me to be here with the two of you and within the guests that you have on who I love and adore and have, have loved listening to. My name is Angel Mathis. I am a financially free nurse millionaire, founder of Nurses Investing for Wealth. I um, work because I want to, when I want to, and I have created the first financial literacy program that's been State Board of Nursing approved in the USA. Um, I've been a nurse since 2002, so more than 20 years, a nurse practitioner since 2008, more than 15 years. And I'm the past president of the King County Nurse Association in Seattle, American Nurses Association Advocacy Institute Fellow. I have been a researcher, worked for the National Institute of Health, done vaccine research, and you will see some of the work that I've done featured in journals like JAMA, New England Journal of Medicine, Pediatrics. And I am just so surprised with where I am in my life because I was raised in a pretty, let's just say humble beginnings. (laughs) I was raised from humble beginnings and I never dreamed that I would be a person who worked when they wanted to, because they wanted to as early as at the age of 35 years old. And so breaking that generational poverty cycle that was passed down to me is something that I surprise myself by. And I'm really happy about it. But I also realized that I am, I have done a lot of work and put together a lot of pieces of puzzles to understand that this wasn't an accident and that nurses everywhere can do it. And I'm not special. What I know is that I'm not special because I haven't received a major inheritance or won the lottery, I wish, but I'm I'm not special. And what I know now is that there's just a series of steps that nurses can follow to also create the same freedom in their own lives. And that's what I'm trying to bring them. Yes. Can I just ask you to say that one-liner again, you said at the beginning, because that was, you said... What did you say? Financially, whatever you said, say it again. It was good. (laughs) You're lucky I have it written down so I can just see what what it says, which is, I. but this is truth too. I am a financially free nurse millionaire who works because I want to, when I want to. And I would add on to that where I want to with who I want to. That's the part. (laughs) Those are all so important to me. That's what I wanted to hear again. (laughs) All (laughs) one-liners. I I love that one-liner. I was like, oh, okay, come on now. Okay, so let's talk about getting there, okay? (laughs) Yes, no, it's right. It's true. And it is something that I don't think people realize, like it's a strategy and a system to get there. Right. Um, And so my question was going to be to you, like what regarding like the first steps to this financial freedom, this attainment of financial freedom, looking back, of course, when you're in it, you're in grime mode, you're in hustle mode, you're like getting it. And then at some point you look up and you're like, whoa. 
Like I just made this, so I just generated that. But then what do you look back at from your perspective and say, okay, you can clearly see like what happened? Like what was that one moment that made the pivot or, you know, led to you like having a cascade of events that got you here? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that one thing, right? It's so hard to pick that one thing with money because money is a bundle of things that comes together in a se- in an order. But I want to say, first of all, I want to recognize my late grandma who, when I was born, gave me a $50 U.S. savings bond. And I that has essentially made me a lifelong investor. Now, that savings bond is more of a sentiment, has more of a sentiment, sentimental meaning to me than anything because I still have it. It doesn't even earn interest anymore, but I still have it. And I touch it and it has her writing on it and I touch it and I just think that she had a hope for me. And I felt, I feel like if there was one thing in my life, it was that someone had a hope for me, which is a true blessing, right? We, we cannot replace those people in our lives that give us that. Now, let's get a little bit more practical though, right? <laughs> because probably we can't go back in time and ha- I'll have our grandmas give us a $50 savings bond and some hope. But what we can do and what I teach nurses in my program to do, the very first thing that I teach nurses to, in my program to do is to identify their North Star values because that is how you can understand what money, what purpose money has in your life. So I'll give you my own personal example. I have two North Star values, adventure, independence. (laughs) Those are my two North Star values. So everything, when I look at my life, everything really is everything that I use my money for that I feel good about comes down to those two things, adventure and independence. Now, are there other things that are important to me in my life? Heck yes. Yes. But do they fall into those kind of paths? Yes, they do too. And so the very first thing is to get clear on what are your two, pick two North Star values. And Brene Brown in the book, Dare to Lead, helps helps you work through that. It's very easy. She has a list and you can just kind of go through the list and pick it out. But the very first thing to do is to know what those two values are, because when you know that, you get rid of that sense of fear of missing out. When you don't have that, that worry of that person over there has the thing. I should also have the thing. You just say, but my, what I want in my life is this, and that's what I'm going to put my money towards. And then everything else just kind of falls into line. And so that's the one thing. That's the one thing that I would say, start with, identify your values. Then when you spend money, when you buy things, when you buy a house or a boat or a business or whatever you're buying, Does it, for me, lead to adventure independence? If not, I know it's not a good fit for me and I'm not feeling bad about it. I really like that. (laughs) And I always say like, where are you going? And if that road that you're taking is not taking you in the direction, yes, you're going to make left, right, U-turn and as you're going on this journey. But like, if it's on the freeway that's taking you north when your journey is south, then you know not to make, that decision because it's not in alignment with where your destination is. And so I love the North Star and especially having more than one because Mm -hmm. that gives you more range as well to have more flexibility in making those decisions. Um, I I really, I really truly like that. Go ahead, Grace. I was going to say, I think that it also um, brings you back down to earth (laughs) to having those, because then, like you say, you don't feel so bad about it. Like I want that bag, but is that going to be, bring me the freedom that I essentially want? No, (laughs) Uh, it's not. But once I get that freedom, then maybe I'll have 
extra to be able to splurge. So I like that it keeps your pers- keeps you in perspective of where you're headed. Where yeah. You want to go. What you're saying, Crystal, is getting to how we all are going to have different values too. And some people that I work with, their values are to get the bag. And so go for it. You know, like I want you to have the bag if that somehow fits into your values. I love it for you. And they are happy. I'm happy for them. We're all happy, right? And so I I like that you just pulled that out, which is like, just know what that thing is for you because that's the only way you can be happy with your money. You can create happiness in lots of ways in life, but when it comes to your money, spending it in a way that makes you feel good and that's what I call values-based spending, spending um, you can't go wrong with that. Can we talk about though... Okay, so getting to the bag, right? And we know nurses like to get to the bag. <laughs> but what about the the route in which they're taking to get to the bag? Because there are a lot less, um, there are a lot of roads traveled that requires a lot less effort if we were just willing to make short-term sacrifices. And I think that we are, a lot of us are very misinformed to think the only way to get to the bag is to pick up extra shifts, to work hard, to work hard, to work hard. And so maybe you can provide us because I'm, I'm, I know the way you attain this level of freedom, which was getting to the bag, although your focus was, at, like you said, adventure and what was the other one? Independence. My, my two are adventure and, and independence. And independence. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that, but that had to require a level of getting to the bag (laughs) in order to have that. Although your goal was not getting to the bag. So what do you, I mean, how do you feel about that perspective of not having to work yourself like a dog (laughs) to get to the bag? Okay. So I'm going to be the last person that will ever tell a nurse to work harder, pick up more. I do not believe in that. I've never believed in it for myself. Adventure independence. That's me. I'm never, that's not what my system is based on. My system is, so what I tell people is that, you know, sure, you can to use the cliche, work harder, work smarter, not harder. So I still work as a nurse now. I I took a long time of, a, I took five years off from nursing, but I went back to it. My husband is also a nurse. We, when we work, we're like, we're going to pick up the highest paid shifts because that's like one less day that we'll work. Mm-hmm. And when we work, you know, we, There are so many ways as nurses that we can game the system. So, you know, we use those strategies in our life. But to your question a little bit more deeply, which is, you know, okay, back up a second. First of all, I've never been a high earning nurse. I know that most everybody here listening, maybe I don't actually know exactly who's in your audience. I know that you too make a lot more than me because I've listened to your podcast now and I know that about you. And you guys, you guys, you too, you women are taking home the bag. I'm like, wow, they're so, <laughs> they're really crushing it in life. Me though, I have never been a high earning nurse. I started at $16 an hour. When I got to 35, which was now eight years ago, so I'm 43 now. When I got to 35, I was financially independent. I was making $40 an hour still as a nurse practitioner. I have never been a high earning nurse, but what I did was I had, because I am very interested in the way that money flows in and out of my life, I've set up my systems. And so what I did is I was able to, what you said, um, Dr. Jones, is I was able to make that money, like make an easier path, right? So my money is getting put to work for me in investments, making sure that I am not missing opportunities for investing the money that I have. So the 
most common mistakes that nurses make, there are several, but the most common mistakes nurses make is they oversave in cash. So they're just letting, they're just getting all this money and they're putting it in a bank account because they don't know what else to do with it. So that means in this last year alone, that means that $100 last year is $90 this year because inflation went up by 10%, right? So that's a huge mistake. And when it's not getting invested, you're missing out on those returns that you could be making. So talk about the easier path to wealth. If you just know how much you really need to have in the bank account, and then how much you actually have left over to be investing, then you're taking that $100. Instead of having $90 this year, now you have $110 this year. And so that's, a, that's the easy path to wealth. Money that you don't work to earn. Money that you maybe you need to know how to click the right buttons on the computer. That's the easy path to wealth. And that's what nurses, that's what nurses, that's what I want nurses to know is that it's a series of steps that I, that I walk you through and it's about investing, but investing is just one small, one, one small piece of our money puzzle, right? We have this huge money puzzle because I say money is like water. It fills up all the holes in our lives, right? It's everywhere in our life. So when we just, we can't just focus on investing the right way. We have to focus on this whole bigger picture and maximize all of these opportunities to create all of our easy paths. And so long question, long answer, but bringing it back, which is that there are a lot of ways that we can make our money go further and we don't have to be always striving to increase our salaries. We should be. We should always be getting paid more, period. I'm always going to say that about nurses. But but we can make that money that we have, no matter how much it is that we have, go further always. Can I restate that? Can I restate it in like probably less than 10 words? I would love that. If you want to get to the bag, (laughs) learn learn how to invest your money. That's the true cheat code to get into the bag. It's it's really not about working hard to get to the bag. It's about uh, developing a skill set that can pay you time over time over time. That's what it's about. Whether it's learning money or like you said, learning a digital something. You guys, if you guys are still doing in this old adage of picking up extra shift to make money, Unless you're making those that extra shift money work for you, right. you are losing. Okay, that I just said it. I just restated that, Angel. <laughs> I love it. Go ahead. Chris. I love it. I get the word. I wanted to ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I think a lot of people, especially us nurses, I know I lived in like anytime I was doing anything, it was like, how many shifts is that? How many mm-hmm. shifts is that? How many shifts is that going to take? Um, yeah. But what if I would have picked up extra shifts and put it in the S&P 500? Like, what if I knew to do that? My life would be different right now from 15 years ago when I entered into nursing. I just didn't know, right? So I, I really do love that. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. I was just going to ask, one, how did you start to educate yourself about uh, money and investing? And then what are some simple ways that nurses who say, hmm, okay, I get it. How do I start? So there are a million ways to learn this information. You can Google search. You can listen to podcasts. You can read books. um, You can hire a financial advisor. You can take a class. There are so many ways that you can learn this information. And um, that was the first part of your question. The second part of your question was, how do people, what was it? Sorry. How, did, how did you how, learn? How did you how did you start to learn? Here's the here's the thing though. It took me 10 years. It took me losing. Get ready. Get ready. You're this is gonna blow your mind. Maybe. I don't know. It took me losing $357,000 to a financial advisor. Oh, wow. It is a hard road to mm-hmm. learn. And 
this is not I before I like to say this before you think I'm some kind of naive nitwit (laughs) (laughs) because sometimes I look back on that and I think I think oh I wish I could have I wish that wouldn't have happened well it did and it is I'm still fine Mm -hmm. right I'm Mm -hmm. still fine Mm -hmm. but that's what learning it on your own cost you. And so when you think that it's free to learn things on your Mm -hmm. own, there are costs that you don't always see. And I know now I didn't see those when they were happening. But when I look back on it, I know now that that's what it cost me. And I know for a fact, this is what it's costing so many nurses, all of the nurses inside of the program that I teach because we do the math on it and we see what are they saving in the long mm-hmm. run just by learning this fast. And it is, it's been $17,000, $24,350,000. And so those are the costs. That's the true cost of learning it on your yeah, own. Yeah. But you can, you can, and I did, and you can do it. Anybody can do mm-hmm. it. It's just going to take time. And time is money. And time is money. Money that you're missing out on earning. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And time is mm-hmm. money. That's mm-hmm. right. And yeah. you, it costs you more. What you don't know costs you more than what you know. And people don't understand that. You are literally every day that you don't understand how to bring in additional additional revenue, you're losing. You're losing. Yeah. And I don't care what that looks like. It may be your, it may be a side business for them, or it may be learning, you know, the stock market or learning, um, you know, being more financially literate, whatever it is. But like, the money that you're losing is way more than what you it would take to invest and get someone else. Like if she lost over $300,000 and she's able to bring that much va- that value to you and say, Hey, these are the mistakes I made. Like that is worth its weight in gold. Yeah. And so I always, I, I have a, um, a reel on Instagram and I say, oh. you want to, you want to get 20 years of experience in, in one, here are two ways to get 20 years of experience in a year. And then I say, the first thing is to hire someone with 20 years of experience and work with them for a year. (laughs) And that's one way. Another way is to identify books of authors who have 20 years of experience collectively and read the books and study them and execute, right? And actually implement the strategies. There are ways, or you can pay someone who has a mentorship, whatever, to do a one-to-one. Like there are so many different ways you can get. And why would you not? It's the cheat code. It's literally the hack <laughs> to to financial freedom, and you don't even have to go through all the all the heartache. You will have some, by the way. There's no way around that. But like, don't you want to avoid the common pitfalls, common mistakes that people make? Like, why not do that and just make the investment? But I think one of the first things about that angel is realizing that you're not paying, you're investing. When you hire someone or you pay for someone's system to understand it is an investment. And as with an investment, the expectation is that you're going to get a return, a positive return on that investment. But it also is under the assumption that you're going to do the work because it's not just about you paying for it if you're not willing to to do the work. (laughs) So let's talk about your system, though. Right. Right. (laughs) Yes. Let's talk about your system, though. You have nurses investing for wealth method. Can you talk to us about that? Tell that sounds really good. And it's trademarked by the way. Right. Um <laughs> tell us about it. There are really five components to it. And so and those five components line up with the five modules that I teach. So the first component is understanding the wealth ladder, right? There are ways that you should use your money. There's an order that you should use your money. And there's about 16 steps to that order. And most people try to start up here at the top level. Like, let me put my money into this random account. You know, let me put my money into this IRA. But do they know how to invest it? No, not usually. They don't know how to buy stocks or bonds or analyze them. So we start like, whoa, let's bring it down. Let's bring it down. Let's go through this order so that you know, first of all, where you're at right now. Second of all, the next step to take so that you stop wasting time trying to work ahead and then losing out trying to work. So that's the first step. 
Second step is being able to track your data so you know if your system is working or not, or if you see red flags, you can fix them right away. So I tell people exactly how to do that. I teach people how to do that. The third step is that one that most people think they're interested in first, which is learning how to invest. Everyone wants, that's like the that's like the the low hand, the thing that people see, right? Like I want to learn how to invest. Good, I'm glad. I want people to know this. But it's the third step, right? So we've already we've already hit two steps. Now we're on the third. So investing, knowing how to analyze stocks and bonds, knowing what to buy, what to, what's right for you. Everyone comes to me and they say, "Oh, well, I have a, a high risk tolerance." Well, what are you basing that on? It's a mathematical equation. It's not a feeling, and it's that simple. And so we go through that mathematical equation, set it up so that then you can choose what the right stocks and bonds for you are for you. Then from there we do INO. Nurses favorites, INOs. So what's coming in, what's going out and how to effortlessly look at that. It's not budgeting. It's not it's different from budgeting. It's different because it it makes money effortless and it makes you line your spending what comes in and goes out up with your values, one. So we already talked about the importance of that. And then two, it makes it possible for you to find money you already earn and invest it. So you don't have to pick up those extra shifts. You don't have to work harder. You already, you can see what do you have and put it to work. So you get more, more length out of the money that you have. And then the fifth step is advanced strategies. And that's kind of like taxes, making sure that you're getting the most out of taxes. Now we can look at those advanced accounts. Now we can make sure that setting up generational wealth, because you have all of that other background knowledge and you're setting up all of these accounts. Um, we oh, Very important. We look at how do you even know when you're financially free? That's also not a guess. That's also not a feeling. That is a that is a very specific number that you can calculate and you can take into into account all kinds of different things. Like for you all, it might be your business income. Um, a lot of people might take into account their real estate revenue. A lot of people will take into account their pensions or their social security or taxes, inflation. Those all go in and then you can decide and you can see when are your investments generating enough revenue for you to live off of forever. So that's the fifth step. So that's the whole system in a nutshell, in a, in a quick, quick view. And so, so when you say, and, and this is so true, when you say about stocks, I feel like it's the sexy topic. That's why people just gravitate to like wanting, thinking they need to learn about stocks. But I, I feel like what you're saying is your system kind of, like you said, there's a lot of holes and a lot of ways to fill up with water. And so you focus on like the, um, the big picture and like all those different areas of that can attain financial freedom cumulatively together. They're much more stronger than just focusing on one aspect of financial freedom, like stocks. Right. That's what I'm getting. Exactly. And this is this is a huge, um, a huge issue in the finance industry. What do financial advisors help you with? They help you with buying things in the stock market. They help you with selling you insurance, right? That's yeah. why. Why is that? Because they make money off of it, mm -hmm. right? But do they help you with with all of these other things? Do they help you understand? even? Yeah. Do they educate you? No, they don't. Mm -hmm. And this is why they keep us trapped working with them because you don't understand what they're saying. This is true for me. I will say this. No, it's true. It's no, you're me. right. I did nope, not know it's true. what was coming out of their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And I worked with one for 10 years and I still didn't know what was coming out of his mouth. And I had a bad gut feeling for a long, long, long time. Mm -hmm. And when I said one day, I think I can do my investing better on my own. And he said, yeah, you probably can. I was gobsmacked. Mm. I just couldn't believe it. And I thought, wow, 
nurses deserve yeah. better. We yes. work so freaking hard for Ooh, the money yes. that we earn. We need to keep mm. it in our pockets. Yeah. Mm. And I am, I, I'm over it. I'm over that. So going back though, I got on, I got on my soapbox. I'm getting hot over here, nah. but um, <laughs> going back to say that stocks are sexy because other people make money off of them. Mm. But that alone is not going to get you to financial independence early. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. We are nurses. We're not going to work until 65. No one ever tells me I love my job so much I can't wait to work to work in it until I'm 65. No. <laughs> the nurses that I'm come that I work with are saying things like I'm tired, I'm exhausted. The system is kind of messed up. Yeah. Um I need other options. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. That's my background too. And so we're getting there. We need to, we have to use all of these, this more robust system to look at our money to get the most out of it so that we can unlock that financial independence sooner. And the finance industry fails us because they so often only focus on that one sexy topic. Mm-hmm. And we see this with other funny coaches and mentors too. They focus on that one topic, but we miss so many other opportunities out mm-hmm. there to get this get this length out of our money that we need. And I was just going to say, I'm sure a huge part of that, um, or what you're saying is, especially as nurses, just teaching them to understand money as a whole. So I like that um, the investing part are later steps, because I think the most important part, like you said, is just understanding money and how it works. Um, mm-hmm. and because it so easily comes, we make it, we spend it, uh, really understanding the value of money uh, and making it work for you is uh, something we all need, but also a major hurdle because a lot of nurses don't understand, I feel like. So I'm glad that your program does it that way um, to teach the importance of money and the uh, the, va- the true value of money. Yeah. And I just honestly, just listening to you talking, like, I think like, I don't trust a lot of financial people because I know their motives. And so it's nice and refreshing to have someone who really can appreciate and who really, truly understands, not just surface level, but on a more deeper level, how hard we work and the sacrifices we make. Like, that's Crystal and I's connection to this community, to nurses. It's just like, I don't care what nobody say. Nobody, nobody, no, you will never be able to convince me that they understand where we come from, like our perspective as nurses and what sacrifices we make emotionally, mentally, physically. And like, I don't care what other aspect of, I know I'm biased, but I don't care. Like, and so to have someone who can teach us, who, who understands that part and, and have more of a connection with us and like really want us to make it because you have achieved it, it's just a different a different experience, I think, and will be a different experience for nurses who come into your program. So I I definitely want to commend you for that. And thank you for that. Um, The next thing is your program is the first state board of nursing approved financial literacy program. And it's called the ultimate nurse investing, right? Tell us about that. Like that's amazing because I know that it is very difficult. It's not difficult if you're offering like clinical stuff, but this is a whole different like <laughs> perspective. So tell us about that and um, what it means for you in your business. First of all, I, I am really proud and happy that the, it's the Florida State Board of Nursing recognized the importance of basically like, this self-care method of um, this self-care component of money in nurses' lives. And so I'm really glad that this Board of Nursing is doing it. I think that a lot of a lot more nurse-led organizations, associations, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of that in the future because when nurses have financial independence, when nurses have financial freedom, it eliminates fear of retaliation. It eliminates concern of um, having to do a job 
because you have to do a job to get a paycheck. When I became financially independent and became work optional, I I actually had left nursing for a while. I left for about five years and I didn't know that I was going to go back because I was kind of over it. But when it came for my license renewal and I needed practice hours, I returned. And what happened when I returned is the same old stuff. I was bullied by a new by a coworker. I um was put into a system that tried to lay off all of the nurse practitioners on my team and um so fought that bully, fought that system, um got involved with the union, you know, all of the same old stuff, ask, getting asked to work for work more for no pay. Um, you know, all of the same stuff. I know that everybody's mind is like, oh yeah, and that thing that happened to me and that, it was all the same stuff. So going back into it five years later, now with the mindset of this place needs me more than I need them. Like this place means nothing to me. I don't need this paycheck. And so I was, I came out guns blazing. I was like, look, no, I'm not putting up with that kind of behavior. No, I'm not doing that either. If you want me to stay here, I'm not, you know. Well, what did financial independence give me? Fearless advocacy, not only for myself, but for my colleague. I was the front, I was the face of this stuff a lot of times, like taking the brunt of it because I felt really empowered. Like I don't need this. And for my patients. When I saw these patient care things coming up over and over again, it's like, no, we're changing that. That's dangerous for this patient. We're not going to tolerate this just because it's easier for somebody sitting up there somewhere who I don't even know making this decision. Okay, so the point is, is that more financially independent nurses. So when I made my case to the Board of Nursing, more financially independent nurses one nurse's financial independence is another nurse's power. Fearless advocacy for other nurses, for our patients, making the healthcare system safer, better. The Board of Nursing accepted it. And so I'm really glad, and I think they should. And I think that when more nurses, and I truly, truly believe that when more nurses have financial independence, we are going to be a force to be reckoned with. We already are, but I mean, getting all of these nurses out there who are like, I'm not putting up with that even more, you know? We're not going to settle for a 1% raise. We're not going to do that anymore. And the, the, I feel like there's a lot of power behind that. And that's why the Board of Nursing approved it in the end. Yeah, definitely. And And honestly, I feel like nurses who are... <sighs> who are living at their self-actualization, even if you just still decide to stay at the bedside, you're just even much more happier, right? Because like, it's, I, I think the most miserable nurses are the ones that think this is it. Like, I, I have to do this until I'm 65, 70, whatever retirement is. I have no out, no way out. Like, this is it. I would be miserable too. If, if I was in an unhappy environment and I felt like I had no way out. The best thing we can do for nurses, I feel is provide them with other avenues to bring in additional revenue. Because when I I stopped working as a full-time bedside nurse only after three years of being a full-time bedside nurse. And then every year after that was all per diem. And I was so happy working those four days a month, honey. Nothing bothered me. They'd be like, oh, you're out of ratio, whatever, which is rare in California. But this is this happens sometimes. I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, no, it's great. Plus the pay was well, because I was working for UCLA. So we were the top pay, being paid in Southern California. Listen, I was happy as a clam. I only had to do 12 hours one day a week. I was happy. And so looking back on that is when I started to say, you know what? The most unhappy people were the ones who were, first of all, working a lot, had no plan, who had no exit strategy. Just they were unhappy because they thought this was the end all be all. Of course, they were unhappy. <laughs> 
Oh, I was just going to piggyback off that. I always say that entrepreneurship cured my burnout, but that's why essentially it's just the freedom of having something outside of the hospital. And it made me too such a happier nurse. Like I went in, nothing really bothered me. It's like, okay, I'm here my one day and then I'm doing my own thing in my business. This is just supporting my business. So whatever. So yeah, I think, um, and essentially it is just the freedom um, whether it's a business or investing, it's just a freedom of, of knowing that you have something outside of that hospital and that you don't need it, um, per se, <laughs> you have other options. Yeah, exactly. The personal agency that you have when you work on your terms is so huge. And I see in both of you that you're, you're different from me in the sense that you are creating your own brick and mortar businesses that you go to and that you support and that you're totally, I mean, from my perspective, looks like you're crushing in. And so I think that, you know, I, I love seeing it. And I love how Crystal and Kiana, you just, you both just said that you would go to those jobs knowing that you were using what you were getting there and putting it into something that was yours and you were building something that was yours. And that has to be one of your North star values. I would say, I would guess that that's like probably an independence trade or something like me where you are in control of your life. You're, you're in control of your destiny. You have that personal agency. And I love that about nurse entrepreneurs. And I love seeing that in our field right now, because when I was a new nurse, I didn't know that that would ever even be an option. Nurse entrepreneurship, I didn't, you know, it's so interesting to see what kinds of creative things nurses are coming up with now and how, that's another great example, how they're going to continue to develop the nursing profession and field and just extend us even further yeah Yeah, for sure I totally agree with you Angel and I I really really truly love what you are doing and I don't know if nurses really truly realize that this like again I'm biased but like we have so much access that we that's untapped that we don't even realize like other professions don't have this much flexibility uh, to increase their earning just by, by working like, right. But, but with a goal, with the end in mind, um, to spend that extra time developing a skill, like we have that and we just have to, I think we just have to leverage it more than what we are doing. And then when you add that, are you in tandem with having someone who has been where you are and who is, is where you want to be and who is saying, Hey, I'm going to show you how to do this. With the understanding that they understand the sacrifices we make in our profession. I just think it's just, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It just makes me extremely mm-hmm. happy <laughs> because, you know, go ahead. Chris. Happy and safe. You feel safe. Yes. Yes. Happy and safe. I love it. Um, okay. So what we like to do is have like a little, we call it homework for our listeners where you give them three actionable steps they can take right now um, that can help them either in their financial literacy journey or generate more revenue, whatever you think, or what even helped you starting your business? Like what made you be audacious enough to like start your own side business off of the information you learned? Whatever it is you want, just give them three actionable steps that they can take right now after they get off this call. I mean, this webinar. (laughs) I mean, this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let me see how I do here. The first thing that I would want to remind anybody of is to remember that you're only your most valuable and your only irreplaceable resource is your time. So if you're not doing something with your time that you love or even that you like, you are wasting your life, period. So if you're not, (laughs) I want you to think about that. Your first homework assignment is to think about that. Think about how is your week going? And is it a life that you want? Because if not, you need to get some therapy. So that would be, I would say that would be your second homework. You, you need to get some therapy you, or 
I mean, maybe not therapy. Nothing's wrong with therapy. Get it if you need it. But whatever it is, if you're not doing what you want, something that that you enjoy, that you feel like when you get to the other side of life and look back, you're not going to regret. If it's not that, make a change. Do it. Whether that's, you know, we talked about investing in yourself, whether that's therapy, whatever it is, just make that change. The first homework is think about how your time is being spent and start with it today. Start with it this week. The second homework that I would say is that you have people around you that are going to help you. We all do. And sometimes it can feel scary to think about who those people are and reaching out to them. That could be someone in your family. You know what? I heard, I think I heard in this podcast, don't let it, don't plan on it being your family. And I, that resonated so hard with me. So if, <laughs> I, if, what, if was that Dr. Jones or yeah. Crystal that said that? Yeah. I was like, yes. For me, it's yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, but still, the thing is, family or not, there are people in this community. And if you're here, you're connected with two amazing mm-hmm. women already, Aww. Crystal and Kiana. You already have two people that you could definitely touch base with and at least get direction. Just find those people, whoever they are, find those people. Who are those people that can help you know the next step to take and touch base with them and be in touch with those people so that because you know that they are where you want to be right? Mm -hmm. Don't waste time with people that are not where you want to be. Yes. I wish I would have known that so much longer ago. Yes. That is a waste of your time. Stop doing it. Okay. So those are the two homework ideas. Here's a third. Here's my third idea. Come join me. I am getting ready to join to release. I was hoping to have it released by today, but it's not quite there yet. I'm getting ready to release my best ever free on-demand training. And it mm-hmm. is, I wrote down the title here. It's called Bell How Nurses. to Become Work Optional in One Hour a Month. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have it there. I got it. How to Become Work Optional it. in One Hour a Month Without Burning Out, Wasting Time on One-Size-Fits-All Finance Strategies, or Falling for Bogus Investment Ploys. So. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I put it all together. Really going to be good. I am excited about it. So that would be your third homework. Take that training. Yeah. It's something small that can really catapult you and get you to stretch your dollars farther the easy way, like we've been talking about. And guys, did you hear? She said it's her free self-paced training. Did you guys hear? Hello. She said free. Um, when will you be have, I, depending on where, when w- this is going to air, but when do you expect that it'll be? Cause we will, we'll leave the link in the, um, the section, the, what is it called? Um, the, notes. the caption, the, show notes. <laughs> the notes, we'll leave the, uh, the show notes. We'll leave the link. Um, once we get that from Angel, but Angel, how long do you think before it'll be up? It's soon. It's going to be okay. definite. I mean, I thought it would be by today, but, okay. um, it'll definitely be within the next two to three weeks it's getting really close okay okay we'll have um we'll have you know our person who our team member reach out to you to get that because we really want to get it to you guys it's the first step of many but um one thing i can say is that when you are embarking on something new you definitely want to to take advantage of the cheat code the hack right Mm -hmm. and someone who is already already um doing that so Angel, can you tell us where we can find you at? On what social platforms are you? Do you have a website? How are you communicating with your tribe? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at Nurses Investing for Wealth. And you can find me on my website, learn.nursesinvesting.com. And when that free training goes up, it'll be right there on the front page. Perfect. Okay. And so it's nurses investing the number four or F-O-R? F-O-R. Okay. Nurses investing 
for wealth on Instagram? Do you have tick? Do you have tic tac? <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I have like one post from one year ago, so it's not going to be very entertaining. <laughs> okay, okay. What about be more entertaining? <laughs> what about YouTube or any other of the socials? I have Facebook also, but I'm just everything from my Instagram goes over to Facebook. So it's also okay. nurses investing for wealth. Cool. Okay, so we got you nurses investing for wealth, you guys. Make sure you follow Angel and she'll have the link in the bio when you guys follow to take advantage yes. of that free on demand self paced course, which we all need when it comes to attaining financial or beginning the journey. Like it is really a journey, you guys. It's not going to happen in 10 days, it's not going to happen in 30 days. It is literally a journey. So the marathon, you'll begin the marathon that's going to lead to your financial freedom. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Angel, thank you so much again for joining us. We listen, I've learned a lot from you um, for sure. And I'm going to go ahead and get that freebie as well. When So that's really why I was asking. It wasn't about right, them. It was right, about right. me. <laughs> exactly. Likewise. I'll be getting a t-shirt for sure. It. <laughs> all right thank you so you much first, and, so you can see it yes, first and give me yes, please. <laughs> yes for sure for sure thank you so much angel we appreciate you for joining us crystal any last words before we go no i just encourage everyone to get the training and actually do one small thing um do the steps just execute yeah <laughs> just execute on something because as nurses it's so important and it doesn't always have to be starting your own business but at least investing your money in something else so that you have that freedom so that you can stand up for yourself advocate for your patients and you can um live a free you know a life of freedom where you can work optionally yeah love that i i love that i i would almost challenge nurses to Look at it like you are doing a disservice to your patients if you're not in a position or working towards uh, placing yourself in a position where you can be financially independent, because I really do feel like it makes you a better nurse. Like mm -hmm. then and then, you know, they already want you to do it in, from a position of servitude anyway. So <laughs> there you go. You got your money bringing in. Now you're going in to help the patients and you're happy. Right. <laughs> All right, you guys, take care. And don't That's forget, right. no gatekeeping, share, share this podcast, you guys. Refer your friends, your nurse friends. As you guys are, already know, every week we're bringing amazing nurses who are doing amazing things and really transforming what nurses look like. Okay, yes. so make sure you guys share this, uh, this podcast out. Bye-bye, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you had as much fun as we did and most importantly, got tons of value from this conversation. Post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social. You can find all of our info in the show notes. And if you love the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.